Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves! I am so excited to be back for another exciting episode to introduce some of my favorite people. I know I say that it feels like every show, but this time I am bringing on one of my honored guests and a fellow matchmakers in the industry that we have worked together for many, many years. She is all the way up in Maine and owns um, Hinkley Introductions, and she is known as the New England Matchmaker and also works with clients in Boston, and um, we collaborate on so many levels, um, personally as well as um, our matches and clients, and it's just such joy to be able to bring in um, our colleagues of people that we're constantly networking and growing love and spreading love to all of our awesome, awesome clients. So I was most recently down in South Florida and I am excited to introduce Jill and her husband Sandy who also are smart and come down to Florida in the, in the winter months when obviously it's chillier up, up north. Um, and we went on this amazing uh, yachting excursion with several other matchmakers that Jill was so awesome to coordinate um, with their incredible um, yachting company, Barton and um, Gray Marina Club, if any of you are familiar with that, in Wellington, Florida. Um, but I am bringing them on because what I want them to share with everybody is their love story. So when we were talking more and I got the opportunity to spend quality time with both of them, which is such a lovely couple and an inspiration to all of us out there, uh, seeking true love or have already found that incredible mate, but I've asked them to come on to, to share a little bit more about themselves and, and share their story of meeting the love of their life the second time around. So Jill and Sandy, please say hello to everyone and we'd love to hear your story. Oh, Renee, uh, this is Jill and I am so excited to be part of your podcast today. And the best part too for me is to have Sandy beside me because I don't normally get to have my husband with me when we're talking about matchmaking and he really truly is my inspiration um he's why i'm a matchmaker he's um why i believe in a second chance at love and um so thank you for having us and i'll let him say hello too <laughs> hello hey how are you <laughs> i am fantastic i'm so happy you guys are here <laughs> well we have a lot to talk about I not sure how far back you want to go. But, uh, <laughs> well, let's start. Let's start with a little bit of your history. Then we'll go into you two finding each other, and then you know the current and the future. <laughs> well, I could say this. So we. I'll start by just we. You know, we were both were married, uh, and I was married for about twelve years, a long time ago. And Jill was, I think, married about the same time, maybe a little less. 
Seven years. Seven years. Okay. Seven okay, years. half. <laughs> and we met when I was working for a, a partner in a company that we ended up buying Jill's family's yacht company up in Maine. And I like to joke that they threw her in to get the deal done, but um, she has her own version. <laughs> Just, oh. But we, we were both divorced, uh, been divorced for you know, a few years, uh, and we each had a a boy girl that were about the same age we had kids about the same age been divorced for a couple of years uh and we fell in love that is true <laughs> we did. we're still in love we did and you know i have to say that um one of, we had so much fun when we first met and we although we kind of did meet at work um I always think that's a blessing because we took it really slowly and we were super close friends um, before we were in a in a exclusive relationship. So I think that that's the, I mean, friendship is the way to go. We've had this best, we've been married for 23 years and we literally have fun together every day, almost every day. <laughs> I, I, I guess I would add, though, that the minute I met you, I pretty, was pretty sure. We may have gone slowly, which we did, which you need to do in a work environment, obviously. But um, I knew right off the bat. I love that. And, I, you know, witnessing and being around you guys, just you're so infectiously in love, and you can see that the friendship is so deep and just the respect and you know, chemistry and passion that you two have for each other, which is what everybody desires and wants in a relationship. And I think that that's why, you know, Jill, you're so successful. Obviously, we are as well in what we do because truly our heart and passion is finding people the love of their life. <laughs> I so agree. I feel like I, I want people to have what I have. You know, I just have this, I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world. Um, but, you know, it's not to say that we don't work on our relationship and we decide every day to be together, but um, we are just completely blessed. And every day is, like I say, it's fun. It's an adventure. We have moved many times. Um, we have five kids between us. And <laughs> so, yes, we've had our share of struggles. But uh, when you have a partner that you love that much, it's just, it's, it literally is fun. So Renee, we use a lot since we have a uh, we're in the boat business. We got in the boat business. Uh, by the way, Jill's family it's called Hinkley Yachts. It's one of the most famous boat companies in, in the United States. Uh, beautiful boats. They've been building since 1928 when we bought them. Uh, and we like to use boating metaphor. So you know, there's first mate, the captain, first mate. Well, Jill is my soulmate, oh. and we named boat soulmate. Because uh, it just seemed like the right day for our boat. I love that. I love that. Yes, and your boats are all wood. I mean, they are so beautiful, these these boats, for sure. <laughs> Great date ideas to take out an incredible lady to show them any area. Because you guys have boats all over the place, right? Oh, yeah. They're all over well, the East Coast completely. and and the Great Lakes, uh, and all over Florida in the winter. So yeah, they come south in the in the winter, and then they go up north in the summer. 
So um, pretty much on the East the bro- Coast. The boats live the best life, right? <laughs> we just follow the boats. <laughs> I love it. So It's the, per- the perfect business. I, I, we're, you know, we're getting to know Florida a little bit here, but we do go north in the summer. Uh, but I was also trying to find something to do that we could come south and have a business down here as well. So right. it's worked out. And by the way, what you're so right about um, matchmakers working together, um, I didn't realize that when I started being a matchmaker. I thought, okay, I'm going to go build my network and I'm going to be probably a little bit competitive with other matchmakers. Um, And over the last few years in our industry, and especially during the pandemic, we have had this opportunity to bond, get to know each other, collaborate with each other. And I just absolutely love working with you. And it's to the benefit of our amazing clients. And uh, I can't tell you how excited I am to uh, see what 2022 brings. I know, right? I keep telling everybody, it's, our, it's my lucky number. So it's definitely gonna be a lucky year for sure. <laughs> Um, so tell me what advice you can give to individuals out there that unfortunately have been divorced and are still seeking that new love but have not found that yet. I'm sure, Jill, I know you know with your clients that is something that you guys can both speak from experience now finding that love. But what advice could you give to somebody that's still going through the journey of trying to find their other half? I think um, I think as a woman, I sometimes think that us women, we think that there's something wrong with having to be proactive in your search for love. Like, we think that it should just either happen or it won't happen. And I, I okay, I'll tell you, my first date was Sandy. It's kind of a fun story, but... I lived in Southwest Harbor, Maine. He lived in Boston, Massachusetts. So we were at least five hours apart by car. And he had said to me, hey, um, if you're ever in Boston, I'd love to take you out for dinner. And I remember thinking, oh, well, that's great, but we're five hours apart and I'll never, that'll never happen. So then it, anyway, our friendship was continuing on and on and I thought you know what I really want to take this chance I'm gonna I'm going to tell him that I have to be in Boston for a meeting but I'm gonna drive down there I'll get a hotel I'll spend the night um but anyway long story short I didn't have a meeting I just wanted to have dinner with him so (laughs) but but I didn't want him to know I was gonna drive five hours just to have dinner with him and uh so anyway, we had the most amazing dinner together. Um, I ended up driving home after dinner back to Maine so that I think I got home at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, but here we are 23 years later married and I, I, I look back and I think, what if I didn't drive to Boston? What if that never happened? You know, um, I don't know if I'd be married right now to Sandy because you know, he lived in Boston. I lived five hours away. So that would be my tip is that, you know, sometimes you just have to jump in and you have to take a risk and you have to put yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. But uh, 
it can really pay off. Oh, I love that. I mean, I always say an opportunity missed is an opportunity lost. You never know until you try and take an opportunity like that. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> what's your What's your story? I, mean, or your- I was, I I was very much invested in trying to make this relationship happen. <sighs> and I was very happy when we were at a Mexican restaurant and she had maybe drink too many margaritas one night. She did the first kiss. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, this is going well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing it here, obviously, many years later. 22 years now? That's true. That's true. I, I kissed you first. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you have such a beautiful wife, of course, Sandy, and you're obviously a stallion yourself that she chased you. So, uh. Very lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> um, so I. I have our own kid, you know, it's five, two, two, and one. So we're the his, hers, and ours. And, right. Uh, right. You know, our kids were young at the time. Everyone's in different stages of life, but our kids still believed in Santa Claus, I like to say. So we kind of really threw them in together. And then we had our own, our own child, and that really bonded the family. And we, we've been the core family for both families for the last 22 years. So it's been great. I love that. So what advice, Sandy, would you give the men out there, anybody that's gone through what you know, your journey? I mean, we were blessed to be able to have the opportunity to really dive into what you guys had experienced. But is there any advice you could give someone that was one that's in your position when you guys were going through the journey of, of, the, of divorce and then finding someone new and keeping hope and faith that it would someday be again true love? Well, you know, one thing is the very, is everybody knows this, but I, just to say it, I think that uh, we were both divorced, well divorced when we met. I mean, we were kind of on the other side of being divorced and, and had reestablished our independence, which I think is in general a, a good way to then get into a new relationship. So I guess what I'm saying, you know, we didn't, neither of us came out of our marriages and rushed into the next relationship. You know, we, we were strong, independent, and when we met, you know, we just, we shared so many things. You know, our, I had a, a great father and a strong mother, and she had a great father and a strong mother. We had two kids. You know, we kind of, we shared a lot. We shared a lot in, in, in our life values, and, uh, and it just hit it off. So I, once you find somebody like that, you know, you don't let go. Yeah, and, and I would say, too, we took a long time before we introduced our kids um, to each other. And it was, like, it was like six months before our kids knew that we were dating. And then we were, like, really good friends. We had a fun time. And um, the kids, actually, my kids think that they asked you to marry me. They, they were so involved. Sandy had asked me to marry him, but I hadn't told the kids yet. And they're like, can we ask him if he'll marry us? Oh. <laughs> and Actually, that, 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 that did happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that reminds me that when we first dated, my nickname was Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and when they finally met me, apparently they were disappointed that I wasn't a bear. <laughs> right, because my right? kids were young. But, but I would say my tip would be to make sure that if you do have young kids, that... You know that they feel like they're part of the relationship you know that they're they're a very key component to the family um 
And that has always helped us. That's always brought us stronger to have our kids be part of everything we do. Yeah, I love that. Because then it just feels like a family for everyone, you know, a blended family, of course, but just a true family of showering them with love that they see through you, which gives them that love that they need to witness. And I think that that's so much of what the world is missing is strong relationships that we surround ourselves around so that we strive to be that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and definitely. We, and we well, don't... We, okay. Sorry, I was just, you know, just an affirmation of how it's worked for us is our... Uh, my son just had a, a son, so my, my first grandchild, male... <laughs> And he has my Jill's son is the godfather, so my stepson. So they, oh, it's I just, love that. Yeah, I know it's terrific, really. Made yeah, us cry. it's gonna make us cry because we get very emotional. <laughs> oh very my gosh, that is such. I love it. That's such a testimony of what a great job you guys did, and you know, persevering and sticking through the hard times to then see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I love that, Jill, you even had said, which gives, I feel like all the ladies out there also still need to hear, every once in a while, you got to go after what you want, right? <laughs> a percent, a thousand percent. I, I feel like, um, you know, it, it, it can be a small gesture. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to drive five hours like I did for my first date with Sandy. But, you know, um, to try new things and and expand your network and talk to matchmakers and learn about all your opportunities you have out there. Um, I, I just feel so strongly that that's so important for people to just have awareness and, and look at your opportunities out there because there's so many for them. Yeah. Right. I know. And again, like if you don't try or go on a date with somebody that you wouldn't expect. I mean, I'm sure you have plenty of stories like we do too of a lot of our couples that are married now. It wasn't who they thought they would marry, but they can't be more happy that they just couldn't even like draw up who their wife or husband is that they're now married to. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And I was just talking to a woman today and I, and um, I was thinking about something that I saw online it was like you know don't um be open to meeting somebody who's not your type which is so true i always say like the truth is when people come to us we want to know what they're attracted to but at the end of the day if they're still single and they keep dating the same type right there's the challenge like you know i mean they can clearly keep getting the same type our job is to introduce them to a different type that's actually going to stick like glue and work forever <laughs> yes <laughs> totally totally so true it's been another great talk on this episode of one true talks by renee rochelle I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.